Welcome to It's Happening Now at the Generation Center, the growing place for growing people. Now, prepare your heart to receive life through the preached Word of God. Let's go into the sanctuary. Um, Those are definitely some prayers that I've prayed. Sounds like y'all have too. Um, But, you know, in all seriousness, the, the Word does tell us you do not have because you do not ask God. But when you do ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motive that you may spend what you get on your own pleasure. That's in James 4 and 2. Luke 11, 1 through 4 says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So this this passage lets us know that prayer is learned behavior. Prayer is something that must be taught and understood. Prayer is a tool. It is a weapon that our Lord gave to us. So if I want to break this down a little further, um, the scripture says, Our Father who art in heaven. So in order to begin your prayer, you must first acknowledge and understand our place. Psalms 115 and 16 says, The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath me given to the children of men. So that right there puts us in our place. The Lord is in the heavens and we are in the earth. So he is above us. So we have to first acknowledge um, that he is God and we are not. Um, the second part of the scripture says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus most often illustrates this concept by using parables. Jesus describes the kingdom of heaven as a priceless pearl, a buried treasure, a fishing net, a homeowner, a mustard seed, a sower, and other tactical objects. In every story, the kingdom of heaven represents something valuable and good that must be bought and cherished. Simply defined, the kingdom of heaven is God's way of thinking, God's way of living and being. It is his very essence. Consequently, the kingdom of heaven is God's intended purpose for us, a restored relationship with him. It is being one with the Father. Prayer gives God access to the earth. I'm going to explain that. So in Genesis 1 and 26, God said, let them have dominion. Prayer is giving, prayer is man giving God access to the earth because he said, let them have dominion. So you, we are supposed to have dominion over the earth. So since we are to have dominion over the earth, then we have to pray and give God access to the earth because he gave that over to us. So God gave man the authority, but he has the power. Matthew 16 and 19 says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. One of our, uh, you know, favorite scriptures everybody quotes 
especially in these COVID times. Um, Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and I will hear their land. So the only way God is going to heal our land is if we give him access. So I want everybody to tell somebody, God has the power, but he gave you the authority. <laughs> God has the power, but he gave you the authority. God's word also shows us that we have to keep praying. We have to pray without ceasing. We have to keep praying. Even if we feel like we didn't get an answer or God didn't hear us, we must keep praying. Um, an example of that is in Daniel 10. Um, if you remember the story of Daniel praying, um, and then he fasted for 21 days after that. Um, he was waiting for an answer. And, you know, he was going to fast until he heard, until he heard an answer from God. Um, so as he's waiting for the answer, an angel of the Lord appeared and told him that the Lord heard his prayer day one. But they had to call for backup with the warring angel Michael because they were wrestling with the spirits or princes over Persia. You know, sidebar, that's also how you know. There's demonic spirits that rule over regions. Um, you know, sometimes you go to a city. Hi. <laughs> you know how um, sometimes you go to a city and you're like, everybody here is struggling with the same thing. <laughs> everybody here has got this going, the same issue. You know, it's a different person, but it's always the same issue. Um, you know, that's a story for another time. Okay. So, because the scripture said that God heard Daniel on day one, Daniel, did, Daniel never stopped praying. He prayed until he heard an answer. He prayed until the angel of the Lord appeared to him. It took him 21 days, but he prayed until he heard from the Lord. And sometimes you, you have to keep praying because the prayer keeps the communication between heaven and earth open. Just because you feel like God hasn't heard you or he's not answering, you keep praying and believe that the Lord heard you. Psalms 34 and 4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Prayer will keep clean out your spirit. We care so much about what we eat, but we don't care about what we put in our spirit. We just put anything. We watch anything. We listen to anything. We say anything. We talk about anything. We talk to anybody. You know, sometimes you, you need to talk to Jesus before you start talking to people. <laughs> and, if you're talking, and if you're talking to Jesus, it's going to change the way you talk to people. It's going to change the way you conversate with people. Prayer is a way to stand in the gap for deliverance for others. You know, sometimes I... I'm praying for somebody who, who I, who's not praying. I'm praying for somebody. I'm praying for healing. I'm standing in agreement with, with one of my sisters or my brothers. So that's, that's another prayer because prayer is a way to stand in the gap. Prayer gives you peace in the storm. I didn't say that it removes the storm, but it gives you peace in the storm. Prayer is a communication between heaven and earth. Jesus said, no good thing will he withhold from you. Those things come by prayer. Prayer will carry you through the trials that you don't want to go through. 
An example of that is Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you honestly think that Jesus wanted to go to the cross to be crucified? Do you think he was looking forward to it? He wasn't. In the garden, Jesus said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He did not want to be crucified. Because if he, he was human, so he's going to feel all of this. I know what's happening because of his divinity. He, I understand what's going on. But because of his humanness, I really don't want to do this. And he said he was overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. The scriptures went on to say he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. So that is him submitting through prayer, submitting to the will of the father, not my will, but as your will. On the cross, that's where Jesus demonstrated the strength and endurance and the submission that he got from the prayer that he prayed in the garden. And I, um, I find peace in knowing that whatever God said, he will watch over his word, and he's faithful to perform it. The scripture says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer, because the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. And I'm so glad that my Savior passed through earth. He passed through hell. He passed through the grave. So what that did, since I told you at the beginning, God said in Genesis 1 and 26, let them have dominion over the earth. So that he gave that dominion to man. But since Jesus passed through earth, that gave him dominion over the earth. So not only does he have dominion over the heavens and the earth, he has dominion over hell and the grave. So he didn't, not only did he get up with all power, but he got up with all authority. And there is a... Um, Another scripture that I wanted to read or a passage that I wanted to read when it talks about how Jesus is interceding for us. It said because he was fully human and now he has that authority on earth, he's able to intercede for us in the heavenly places. He's able to present us faultless before the king. I know I'm not faultless. I know I got plenty of faults. But he presents us faultless before the king. So I'm, I find peace in that, and I'm grateful for knowing that. Y'all keep praying for me. This is Pastor Curtin, and I thank you for listening to the It's Happening Now podcast. We pray that you were blessed 
by the word of God today. Join us in person Wednesday, 7 p.m. for the table Bible studies and Sundays at 1030 a.m. for morning worship. The Generation Center is located at 365 East 156th Street in Cleveland, Ohio, 44110. You can also reach us on the web at www.thegencenter.org. That's T-H-E-G-E-N-C-E-N-T-E-R.org. Like us on Facebook. Listen, we're going to the new level that God has called us, and we're going together. So let's go.